0: In this William Tin cup We are broadcasting from the greenhouse booth at HR Tech Seven One One Six. Come by if you can; that'd be great. Got Woody and Ewan.
1: Ewan, yeah. Ewan,
0: like Ewan McGregor. Uh, Just spelled different. I love it. It is spelled differently, right? Yeah. But it's pronounced the same. Yeah. yeah, same. They're both Scottish. See, here's the thing about Scottish. Both famous. Uh, my favorite uh, football club is uh, Manchester United. Yeah. And we had a Scottish uh, football manager for twenty-something years and uh sir alex fergus yeah and uh i couldn't understand him well, i'd watch the press conferences and could literally i'd have to rewind because i couldn't because un- he, once he got on a roll you know what i'm talking about yeah. once he got on a roll i couldn't understand what he said like like we just won the match and he's he, you know whatever and just like I, and then all of a sudden i found subtitles yeah. closed captioning and it, and it picked up like half of what he said yeah. I'm like oh okay I, that's I, why I, it, ma- it
2: always makes me laugh when I watch a uh, Netflix documentary yeah and it'll be like an, a bloke from the northeast of England that I can understand perfectly but it's subtitles oh yeah for everybody oh, yeah. around the world cause oh yeah of, what are you talking about
0: well, even, even Beckham's uh, Netflix special yeah. just recently, uh, there was a couple times, there was a couple of I had to actually kind of rewind it and go, uh-huh, I didn't, sure. didn't get what he said at the very end of that bit.
1: Yeah, that was a great, doc- great, great documentary. That. Oh, it's we fantastic. watched it on the plane. Oh, my God, that was
0: fantastic. Uh, yeah. I like the realness. Again, yeah, he's just a
2: normal bloke. Here's here's where I failed. Like mega famous. Do do?
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah just, he seemed like he's a guy not you'd not hang long out long. with, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's gorgeous. But beyond that, but yeah. like you just go hang
2: out with this guy, have a beer with him, like uh, done. And, and I think also if you like bumped into him randomly and you're like, oh, hey man, do you want a beer? He'd probably be like, yeah, well, I'll have a chat with you and yeah. just be normal and it wouldn't be difficult.
0: No, it would not be difficult. It didn't seem forced. No. Uh, and actually, I had—I had, in my mind—I had posh. Right as someone that was really,
2: really, like, I didn't like her. Yeah.
0: I actually liked her. She's yeah. very
2: misunderstood, <laughs> yeah. I think. She's great. Yeah. I'm like, Obviously, they're both British, and we love them. So They're both yeah. so down to earth and British. They are. Yeah, Apart great. from when she uh, said that she was working class, but her dad dropped her off in a Bentley. <laughs> but even that, that was, was so great. genius. It was even so that was great. But that, but that was, well, that that was, was an authentic, authentic marriage yeah, exactly. right there. Yeah. That like, was so You, like, you are in. trying to be something you're yeah. not. He's literally
0: poking his head in. Yeah, I love that bit. Tell the truth. He's poking tell Tell the truth. Tell the truth. So genius. I love it. Alrighty, So let's start with uh, introductions. Tell me a little bit about what you do in the company.
2: Yeah, sure. So uh, I'll just do introduction and background and then you and you can do introduction, background and um, company if you like. So I'm Woody, uh, one of the co-founders of Willow. We're a video interview business. There's a lot more to it than that. My background, however. Uh, Quite interestingly, is I worked for Randstad uh, for 11 years before moving into the tech world. So the only thing I'd ever done um, before starting a tech company was recruitment. Uh, Well, that's not strictly true. I was a giant mouse at a kid's theme park. Uh, whilst I was at university, somebody has not, to. Yeah, Somebody's well, exactly. got to do that bit. Do you know what? They took me off the giant mouse thing because I was too tall and it was a bit scary. But yeah, yeah. there you go. It's intimidating for it, the kids. <laughs> yeah, when they're running screaming from the cute, cuddly <laughs> mouse, it's like. <laughs> Clown?
0: That's okay. Yes. Mouse? No. Mouse? No. no it's, it's, it's working against you. Exactly. So yeah,
2: yeah my background is uh, mainly in graduate recruitment. We would get like 30,000 applications per month um, that we would turn into like 250 placements, right. pretty much and my whole passion for what we do came from um, two, two sides. One was, uh, I guess, inefficiency of like telephone interviews and that kind of stuff um, from, a, from a kind of a recruiter perspective and just delivering um, that efficiency and, and consistent process back to the candidate. And then secondly, I'm dyslexic. So right. I absolutely hate resumes, yes. to be frank. I hate yeah. reading them, I hate writing them. I've never got a job because of one. So we just wanted to eradicate that, and that's where my passion kind of comes
1: from. I love And uh, what we do, Ewan. Great intro. Yeah. So I'm Ewan, CEO and co-founder with Woody at Willow here, and we. Basically, Woody at Willow. I yeah, love that. Woody at Willow. Done. Yeah, yeah.
0: Tweet that out. Yeah.
1: And uh, we started yeah back in 2019, and exactly to Woody's point, we wanted to eradicate the CV. Right. And we're both dyslexic, so we knew the CV didn't really stand up for dyslexic people. It's difficult to write and Mm -hmm. it's difficult to read. We've been on both sides of the equation as well. So when we started designing our solution, it was quite easy for us to put ourselves in the customer's shoes, which is important, but also the candidate's shoes, which a lot of vendors don't unfortunately do an awful lot of, we don't think. We really put ourselves in the candidate's shoes first, and everything that we developed and developed today is built around the candidate, yeah, absolutely.
0: I love that. you know, uh, for the geeky people out there, synchronous, asynchronous, asynchronous. asynchronous. Yeah. Okay,
1: good, 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 yeah. good, 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 good.
0: Alrighty, so let's do favorite question that a candidate's ever asked you. And I'm not looking for like knockout or hard questions, or did they get hired? But like something where you are like, you know what? That's a really cool question. I've never been asked that question, or that was really thoughtful. Etc.
2: Kind of like the question you've just asked us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That is a thoughtful question. I'm going to buy myself some time, as you should. Ewan, have you got any answers? <laughs> no, I, I think the, I mean, I've interviewed. Like I say, I've, there were thirty thousand applications per month. Right. right. So there's been some serious, serious volume of candidates that have come through. <clears throat> the ones that stick out. It's not necessarily a question, but it's the people that do something completely random in like because we would do assessment centers. So there weren't that many opportunities to right. ask questions. Right. So it be something random in a presentation. Like, I always remember this girl. I don't know why. It's the most stupid thing ever. But she had to do a presentation, three minutes, why I want the job, why I want a career in sales. And she put a lemon in front of me on the desk. <laughs> right, and Show I'm, me this lemon. I, well, that's what I was, I was expecting something. Yeah. Anyway, she doesn't even refer to the lemon in the three minutes. She's
0: you're thinking about the lemon. I'm thinking
2: about the bloody lemon. Oh, that's genius. And she picks up the lemon, puts it back in a bag or whatever, and I'm like, okay, uh, great presentation. Yeah. What's with the lemon? And she just goes, well, you're probably going to hear almost the same presentation from every graduate today. So I knew as long as I delivered, you know, good communication skills, told you about my motivation, you'd remember the girl with the lemon, and that was it.
1: That's clever. That is is clever. clever. So it's not a question, but Ewan? I'm going to go with, uh, this is more of a a clever question question that a candidate asked me once. They said, how did you get? to where you are today in this company? What was your career path? And I thought that was really cool because that obviously gives it an insight to me, which was maybe interesting because I was a hiring manager, but it also gave a really good insight to the organization and how that worked. And oh, they really dug into the detail. You know, like they, they asked follow-up questions, like, how did you end up doing that? What got you to that point? Uh, how long did it take? I really loved that. I thought it was clever. Right. Oh, that's Quite a simple question. Yeah, but it's, it's- But deep, you could get a lot from it.
0: Right, and they're, they're asking about you. Yeah. Which is nice because the more they ask about you, the more you're going to then in turn at one point ask about them. Yeah, because yeah. you're going to feel guilty. It's yeah. Like yeah. it's all about me. Like, yeah, yeah, At absolutely. one point, I got- stop talking about me. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, know, I never met a successful person that wasn't interested in other people. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: Right. 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 Yeah. On some level, yeah. Can't have- just be about you.
2: Well, or or is just a complete narcissist and just runs through walls and you know. Yes, isn't great to work with. We're
0: extremely yeah. familiar with those
2: here <laughs> in the US. <laughs> 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 my, my candidate Throw got
1: hired. My, my, my candidate actually got hired as well, which is important. Did Lemon Lemon person yeah, get hired? Yeah, she absolutely smashed it. Yeah, like she,
2: she It was a great presentation as well. Like to be fair, but yeah. Yeah. it was just that extra, memorable. You know, I bit, love that bit of memorableness, and yeah. I, and you know that was like seven years ago. Oh and yeah, you can still if remember it. More. Yeah, and hopefully they're listening to this it. this podcast. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> isn't that great? Isn't that
0: great? All right, <laughs> so. A lot of questions around. Uh, I'm sure y'all get this in terms of bias and re- reducing bias. I personally don't believe that we're going to eradicate hiring bias or interview bias. <coughs> However, I know your clients probably talk to you, especially on the video side. Like, yeah. what can we do to be just get in front of this a little bit more and and understand bias and hiring bias and reduce it a bit? So, what's your advice to them?
2: Yeah. Well. I think you've got to look at... Firstly, look at what you're replacing. Right. So we're replacing a resume that gets looked at for seven and a half seconds. Right. And all you're doing is reading the name, reading where they went to college, you know, maybe looking at their last employer. And if, sadly, you can't say their name, you know, you feel nervous about that. Mm -hmm. You're not going to telephone interview them or the telephone interview is going to start very different to the person who looks sounds you know whatever like you on a resume so you've got that that element of skipping over people etc and then secondly in a telephone interview it is an inconsistent approach you have interview fatigue you have candidates that aren't performing at their best because they're just off shift. There's all sorts of things that make it really inconsistent. So, point one is just delivering consistency right, and flexibility to allow both parties to do this part of the role, which is so important when they're at their best. Right. And then I think the other part of it is we're not just a video platform either, so we do also have like audio only questions, right. for example. So, if you don't want to have, cool. you know, if you're worried about visual bias or maybe your team haven't. Gone through that kind of uh, unconscious bias training or whatever it may be, you can add that in as a as a stage. Get through that and then whittle down. Ultimately, though, you know there is always going to be bias in the process, right? Right, and you have we're humans, exactly, and you have to account for it. What I really love about asynchronous is you can go through an entire recruitment process and then you can actually go well. We can look at the number of applications, but then now, rather than going, oh, I'm going to look at the notes about this candidate that we didn't hire in our CRM or in our ATS, I'm going to watch the 10 videos of the candidates we shortlisted, and I'm going to say to the hiring manager, hey, look, these 10 candidates, eight of them kind of didn't look or act like you, two of them did, and ironically you hired the two that yeah. did, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Why is that? Like, let's dig into that and let's educate you around that decision that you made. So it's it's an auditable trail that you can then actually train people on.
0: Well, what I like asynchronous in particular is it becomes collaboration
2: software. Absolutely, yeah. Right? So you can if, absolutely if done have a well. panel right. without giving um, a... Yeah. Uh, a candidate anxiety over yeah. the fact that there's three people on a phone call or you, three people. Do you allow them
0: to retake? Absolutely, yeah.
2: yeah. That's yeah. Genius.
1: That well, goes back to our neurodiversity. You know, dyslexia, for example. You need extra time. Yeah. Um, you know, to read the question, even you need longer than a you know a non-dyslexic person to read the question. Right. You then got to compose your thoughts. So we really did build in a lot of again candidate focus, candidate first. Let's tailor it to make the candidate journey as enjoyable as possible. So unlimited retakes. As long as you want, do it anytime, anywhere, on any device. You can switch devices halfway through as well. So imagine you start on your phone; you're not comfortable, maybe in that environment, it's not working for you. Yeah, jump onto your laptop, do it later on. I love that. Super, I mean, it, super it, flexible.
0: It, it allows them to thrive. Yeah, yeah. gives absolutely. them the opportunity, yeah. and, and to that thrive. goes back
1: to your bias point as well by allowing the candidates to thrive, you get more candidates applying. Right. More candidates applying, better outcomes for everyone. And also, I, think we're, I think we're actually really lucky at the moment that um, the,
2: the kind of ethos of recruiting is starting to shift from let's almost discriminate to put people under pressure, you know, and right. what, what, what the interview is designed to do is make them fail, right. you know, and see how they get on with it yeah. to now, actually, let's do an interview process where it's more like you've got a nurturing manager and they're going to get the best out of you. So we want to see the best foot, of, you know, foot first of the candidate.
0: So what do you, what's your current take on employment gaps? And I've had the full spectrum of answers uh, in the last couple of days, just you know, from everything from, eh, who cares, to it's an opportunity to find out a story if they want to tell the story etc so you and what do you what's your bit on
1: your current take on uh, employment gaps uh it's current take it's probably changed i think pre and post COVID, a lot obviously changed during that period but my current take is that it's a great opportunity to get a bit of a story and actually explore and dig deeper i love that actually i think employment gaps are good if if you'd asked me that question 10 years ago it would have been a different answer well
2: i think i think if you user if you use a process that is resume based right employment gaps are an awful thing because that you are being unconsciously biased against that individual Which right. right you can't you can't really help it Which Whereas becomes, if you have a video that gives you the opportunity to go hey i took an employment gap yeah. to raise my kids yeah. you know Went to i took an employment gap to do whatever travel the world learn more about culture yes. you know whatever stuff you can't really put in a cv uh, or a resume. Yeah, I love
0: that. Great, great, great answers. Okay, so I know you get asked this question from your clients about skills and skills based hiring and all that type of stuff, stuff. So, what's your what's your bit with them in terms of how video, in particular, kind of can highlight skills or help them with their new movement to skills based hiring, etc. So, what's your what's your take on skills?
2: It's a re- it's a really great question. We are. We're actually partnering with, do you know Arctic Shores? Yeah, of course. So task-based yeah, yeah. Uh, assessment. We absolutely love their technology. Yeah, me too. Um, and we're partnering with them to kind of add a bit of science to our to our video, et cetera, um, from that perspective, because actually I think to have a full 360 view and really eradicate the need of a resume, you have absolutely got to have some sort of skills-based assessment, right? Whereas ours is, uh, your typical kind of interview answer where you're using situational judgment or situational uh, answers to say, I've, dis- I've-, I've demonstrated this here. Right. Right. So that's your ability to articulate something so but somebody, not necessarily a skills test.
0: Somebody said this to me yesterday, it was really fascinating. It was like, are you hiring for the skills now or next? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a potentiality. And I'm yeah, sure you've absolutely. got clients that have asked you about, okay, yeah. we want the skills now, but the skills have a it's a half life. You know, yeah, like the, the the skills are only going to be good for eighteen months or whatever the bid is.
2: Absolutely. So how the
0: how do you evaluate the skills that they need next?
2: Absolutely, yeah. And I think that you know, from an Arctic shores perspective, just to give them a really hard plug, you know, they they have absolutely helped companies. They've got an amazing case study with Siemens, where in their hard to fill role, they had you know it was like a 2 year program where they were trying to fill this role and they couldn't manage to find the person and then they went they moved to hiring for potential moved away from cv based and having That's a cool. job description with certain requirements and then they had 8 candidates that they actually liked at the end of the process right. that could have all taken the job right. basically so it's it was like a massive shift but if you're going to hire for potential it's not just the assessment tool that you need to change is right. every part of your process. It's how you're advertising to the candidates because if right. you don't change that, yeah. then you're just hiring for the potential of somebody that's already doing the job. Right? Yeah, is
0: it, right, right. And you got trained train hiring managers exactly to think
2: differently. It's yeah. exactly. like, well, they don't have the skills. Yeah, it's well, like, I don't like this resume. They don't have the skills that we need. It's like, well, yeah. no, we're changing our ethos to hiring for potential. That's the that's the point. You can either wait two years right. to get the person, yeah. or you could train somebody for six months. We want generative. AI uh, uh,
0: developers that have ten years of experience. Like, yeah. Okay.
2: Good, Good luck. luck.
1: Good, Good luck. luck. Find that person. What about yourself, Ian? Uh Yeah, it's interesting. I think the the RT Shorts is a great a great example of that. What's quite interesting though, as well, we talk about obviously there's that great quote from Richard Branson: hire for personality, train for skills, or hire for attitude, train for skills. Yeah. I love that about Willow as well. You know, Willow really does actually hire for that personality element. It allows you to find the people that you wouldn't otherwise find, It right. allows you to broaden your hiring pool as well Employ- uh, employers that we work with love that, you know the fact that, that previously their hiring pool was very narrow, yeah. it was very samey yeah, with yeah, yeah. Willow you're suddenly opening it right up people are doing it in different time zones, different locations around the world, um, you know day and night they're doing it on their phones or whatever super flexible, they're coming through and then you're hiring for that personality and then training training them in the business so yeah, video's got a real a real part to play in that I
0: love it. Okay, last question. Not necessarily a horror story, but a candidate experience that just didn't go well, right? And I've got a litany of these that just kind of either for myself and for people that kind of came through my hiring process, but just things that just, it didn't click, didn't work. Like we talked on the front end of a positive, the lemon, something that was memorable. We're doing the opposite now. So something that just didn't go well, and I'll start with you, Ewan that's a tough one. Um. So I'll, I'll, while you're thinking about it, I'll tell you yeah. one of mine. Go for it. Hiring for an executive. Last, I it, mean, literally, it's a rubber stamp. Like we're going out to dinner. It's a rubber stamp. Everybody's on board. Chief revenue officer done, and uh, takes his teeth out at dinner. Just puts them on the table. I'm not so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just,
2: I'm just waiting for how this gets worse than that. <laughs> okay.
0: So I, of course, and Mike, I, I, I think the guy's asked. I think the guy's awesome. I think, again, he's a chief revenue officer. I don't care if he has teeth, doesn't have teeth. So can he meet quota? That's all I care about. I couldn't get the rest of the team to not call him teeth guy. <laughs> nice yeah no so that's
2: it. it was dead you've latched onto
0: it it's dead i mean like literally we came back after that and he said goodbye okay listen the other and I'm, we're pulled into an office i'm like all right like you know and so what like,
2: did we think of teeth guy
0: yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i had already forgotten it what do you i'd, I'd already like
2: i don't care you Whatever. should have just swiped them off the table just yeah to, you know,
0: yeah everyone else at the that? table all the other executives were just like yeah teeth guy can't hire him done just can't, I can't be in a room with him and not yeah. think about his teeth. And I'm like, damn it. Now I got to start this whole process over. I got to go through this whole yeah. bit again. Yeah. This guy was great. He would have killed it for us. All right. Well, why don't we start with you this time? No.
2: I, I, I've, go got, I've probably got two good stories. Uh, one where uh, this amazing, you know, super great attitude guy comes in. Um, and he spoke really, really fast in his presentation in an assessment. Set. OK. And uh, he did it. And then he sort of was like, oh, I feel like I didn't do myself justice. Uh, what I want to do is I want to do a role play with myself. <laughs> so this that guy. Could, that could go wildly well. You know, he puts his hand as, as, a, as two different phones. No. Two different phones. And he's <laughs> literally going, on one phone, he's going, really fast he's like hi my name is Connor and then oh hi Connor I'm really interested in what you have to say and he literally went on for five minutes this role play I'm like cold calls don't last five minutes for one like you're really not hitting the mark for me here and at the end he was so disappointed he was like I gave my heart and soul to this And I'm like you absolutely did yes but it was misjudged yeah for sure yeah yeah, yeah. so that was like candidate kind of not a horror story, but misjudgment. Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing that was, was so we, we obviously, we were an agency, so we ran these days for external companies, and I was running a day for a, for a, a Dutch business that was playing, paying way below market rate, really difficult, like right. they had super high standards for degree backgrounds and stuff like that. and uh, they Sounds sat, very Dutch. Yeah, yeah. They sat through the introductions. And in a very Dutch way, uh, when we did our sort of our meeting between the introductions and group exercises, he just goes, none of them are good enough, I'm leaving. <laughs> so he just gets up, takes his whole team out and leaves. And I just have to walk back into this assessment day. And I continue the assessment day because yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, the, the good news is that I can still place these candidates elsewhere, but I'm like, I'm really sorry to say that the candidate, the, the client They've has decided. They've already
0: filled the job. Yeah. You know they what? just filled their here. last
2: job. You know, forget the fact that we told you there were 12 jobs and there's 50 of you here. <laughs> you know, they just somehow managed to fill the job. So we'll continue and try and place you somewhere else. That's but exactly like right. having to deal with that was just, it was bonkers.
1: Oh, that, both of those are great. That's great. You I don't what? think I can follow that, but I do have a good example here. So we hired a salesperson. It was a, it was a sort of mid-level salesperson. Yeah. And everything checked out. It was amazing. Guy was, guy was going to be amazing. Uh, started on his first day. And the printer was broken in the office, and he went over straight to the printer and started fixing the printer. I was like, "Okay, cool, good initiative. This is nice, good start to the day." Um, turned out, he kept breaking the printer and then fixing the printer for the next week, so he didn't have to do any work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he never sold anything. He, he was never spoke sabotaging. to any customers. That's genius. He was just, he, like, he would yeah. totally fuck the Just printer up and then go and fiddle about uh, it. He's a hero. It's yeah. a hero complex. I mean, and then, nobody, and then like,
2: nobody would suspect that because no. printers break yeah, so it often, was, That's right. right? We, were, we
1: that, were using the printer all the time as well, so it was an important part of the office.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was actually a printer engineer and he thought uh, he this is the only it. way I could get the yeah. job here.
0: Yeah. It's a, that's a, first of all, it's a hero complex. I saved the day. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I didn't hit quota. Actually, yeah. I didn't make any calls. But
1: then to your point, as well the whole team then called him Printer Boy <laughs> yeah. and Printer Boy has to go so I have to get Printer Boy
0: Sounds like a movie has Printer Boy, to printer to to boy and Toothman <laughs> got to go yeah. great y'all thank you so much for coming by That's and being been great. on the podcast thank you so much for having, thank us. You for having us it's been wonderful Let and thanks chat. everyone for listening until next time